0: Offer valid on select AK Systems sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
1: This clip is brought to you by Coca Cola. The holidays always find a way. It's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. This is our very first episode as Locatora Radio for the My Cultura Network. We're beyond thrilled. We're in a legitimate studio space, and we have not seen the inside of one of these in many years. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta, At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators make sure you never get faked over. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee.
3: See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.
4: Welcome
0: into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and those who cover the NBA on a daily basis.
2: The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome into the Pelicans podcast. I am Joe Cardosi. The podcast is presented, as always, by SeatGeek. And Mr. Jim Eichenhofer is off jet setting and you know just being a world traveler. So Aaron Summers, our team reporter, is sitting in with me very graciously today. Aaron, it's good to see you. Thanks for joining me.
5: Happy to be here. Yeah, Jim said he's family in town, actually. So he's jet-setting all over the area eating, is yeah, what he said. Yeah, yeah. yeah, well,
2: I mean, that's still, that's still you know, being a man about town, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I mean, that the game last night, look, it didn't go uh, as we as we wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've got to say, uh, the crowd was electric, and I, I really saw people show out in that sold-out arena. It The, the vibe was great. It was a lot of fun. I mean... Did you get the sense that the fans were just as amped as they looked last night?
5: Yeah, I'm going into this game, I kept asking, what kind of feel is it going to be in here? And you know it's going to be sold out, but it's not going to feel like it did during the playoffs, right? Because that atmosphere, what's on the line, is just so much more heightened. But I do feel like at the end of that game, it felt like the playoffs did last year. The crowd was was so loud. They were starting chants on their own. They were standing up the entire time everybody stayed. And there were times when it the game didn't look great. The Pels were down 17 and it looked like without B.I. and then without Z, you know, it was going to be a tough ask for the Pels to close it out. But yeah. the fans did not give up. They did not leave.
2: Yeah, that that was fun to see. And, and look, I, I sit right by the window where everyone sort of comes and goes. If you see sure. a guy pushing buttons in there like, what's he doing? That's me. Uh, so I'm able to see sort of the crowd. And you did see a few people leaving when the Pels were down, like, 17. Uh-huh. But it was mostly people with kids. Yeah, it was a Sunday whatnot. night. Yeah, For sure. You know, so it, you didn't see just, like, general fans leaving. And seeing and hearing how loud it was in that arena when the Pels started to mm-hmm. chip away and come back. And and the arena was really rocking. That was fun to see, is that, that this wasn't a fickle crowd. They were in it. Yeah. It, it felt like a playoff And they atmosphere. were there
5: early, too. It yeah. was... Full for the intros, for the team running out. I kept looking and watching as fans were trickling in. An hour before the game, there were people up there, and you know the the top of the arena, sitting up there. You you never see that
2: again. The game did not uh, end how we wanted, but to see that swell of support, even in Mm -hmm. the hard times, is such a difference from maybe past seasons where I, I think a lot of the arena would have been empty once the Pells went down 17 and it really yeah. speaks to how much wind is in the Pelican sales right now. I feel
5: like. Yeah. After the game two, Larry Nance jr referenced the crowd early. He said he was sitting on the bench during warmups and he was looking around and he's like, man, this is, this is good. Like there's a lot of people in here. And he said that Jackson Hayes turned to him and was like, no, this isn't good. This is great. Like you weren't here at the beginning of the season last year and That's i referenced true. this before i've looked back on games from the beginning of the season and it's wild to think about where we got last year in terms of that the fan support and the people coming out and where we're already starting this year
2: yeah i mean this this team is easy to root for i feel yeah. like people legitimately love willie green not not even just just because of uh, his coaching, but I, I think people remember his ties here to New Orleans. They still they want to support him. These players are so likable; mm-hmm. they're so easy to root for. Seeing their camaraderie on the court and seeing how much they love each other makes you want to love them. Yeah, and, and, and how you much finally they see fight. That over. Like yeah.
5: how much we saw their fight at the end of last season. They've worked hard over the summer and they fought like heck last night. They and, did, and that's what this fan base. I think can relate to and can get behind.
2: Look, New Orleanians, uh, you know, we can have a thin skin sometimes. Where If someone doesn't want to be here, we can tell. And we take it personally, (laughs) and we have in the past. But it's to see a bunch of guys who are like wearing 504 shirts, shout out to Zion wearing that 504 shirt last night, seeing people who are like extending their contracts, saying they want to be here, buying into the city, buying into each other, that's all it takes. And you're seeing it pay dividends finally. Now, on to, on to not-so-great news. Obviously, the Pels did have to fight back, and they had to fight back shorthanded. Mm-hmm. Uh, we lost our two leading scorers at different points in the game. Obviously, Brandon Ingram going out early after that uh, friendly fire from Najee Marshall. Uh, Zion hitting the deck hard later in the game, going out when he was sort of starting to get hot. Now, it sort of speaks to the culture of the team that a bunch of guys who are not expected to be starters or at, in at the end of the game were very important. Larry Nance specifically uh, being very important last night. Uh, I mean, what did they show you? What what were you seeing on the bench when when times were tough last night?
5: Yeah, as you mentioned, Brandon Ingram going out early in the game. He played only eleven minutes. He had ten points in that time, and he's somebody who has done so well through the first two games yeah. twenty eight points apiece, I think. So when you lose somebody that's so key in your rotation, such a key part of the offense it's going to have an effect on the rest of the team. And I think it took them a little while to find their rhythm. We saw them come back out in the second half, more aggressive, definitely on the defensive end as well. And it looked like they had it going. Trey Murphy starting in his place to start the second half. Yeah, uh,
2: Had 16 points, I believe. Yep.
5: 16 points. He's been doing great, much more confident shooting lights out from outside, which is definitely something that the Pels need. But You know, and then you mentioned the injury to Zion, and it's something that I think it's just a freak thing where, you know, you lose your footing, somebody's coming at you to block, and he hit the ground hard. Yeah,
2: I mean, if you didn't see it, it's not like Zion, like, turned his knee weird or, like, hit the ground weird of his own volition. I mean, he had no arms to catch himself. Right. He's a 230-ish pound man. Hitting the ground at full force. Look, I am a much smaller man and I don't think I'd have been getting up as quickly as he did. Uh obviously we hope he's okay. Yeah. Um and, and I know you can't speak to, you know, what, what his injury is, what his status is gonna be, no one knows yet. But what did you see from BI and Zion on the bench after those injuries? I know you were you were courtside, mm-hmm. you were on the sideline, so you had a closer view than anyone.
5: Yeah, as soon as B.I. got hit, it looked like he got hit in, like, the bridge of the nose. Yeah, saw him with um, tissue in his nose. Yeah, and then he, he his nose was bleeding, the left nostril. They addressed that when he came out and stopped the bleeding, had gauze in his nose. But he still didn't look like he felt right. You know, he was kind of shaking his head around a he little bit. he came back in
2: briefly and had he to go back He came back in out. for
5: about 45 seconds and then checked himself out, and that's when he actually asked to go back to the locker room and did leave. And as he was leaving, you know, I saw him holding his head. So, you know, they did say eventually that he was out with concussion-like symptoms. Najee's a bruiser. Like, yeah. he, Najee goes hard. So and to his credit, I don't Brandon Ingram's
2: also tough. I mean, yeah. I've seen him play a game with stitches in his eye. It's yeah. not like he's going to go out for no reason. You yeah. know, so it's got to be something he's dealing with. But hopefully... Uh, nothing that'll keep him out too long no, and
5: the thing is it is it's just game three and it doesn't seem like you know concussions happen. We saw it with herb Jones last year friendly fire with yeah, herb Jones it's true and it I think that you know we want to be cautious um more so this playing bi and risking further injury same with Zion, which is exactly what I think happened with yeah. Z is he went down hard he immediately jumped up and tried to walk it off. you could tell it was it you know, he didn't feel great. Obviously, he hit the ground extremely hard. Yeah. He goes over to the bench, and the athletic trainer, Tom Maystad, was, you know, feeling around his right hip area. So I think that's where he took the brunt of the fall. Right. It ended up coming out that he was dealing with a hip contusion. Um, Brandon Ingram had that last year. He missed seven games or so because of it. Zion did go and stretch as soon as the, t- the team tied it up and was going into overtime he he wanted to come
2: in it seemed like zion was trying to tag he, himself in towards he the was end of the game
5: definitely trying to come in and that's how he is you know he is going to he wants to play he wants to help this team he sat out for so long yeah. that he wants to be a part of wins he wants to help and so he was trying to try and he knew how important it was that not have brandon not have him um you know, eventually Herb Jones he fouls out. There's some other things that Brutal were time to happen, right? Today. Were in play there, and he he wanted to come in, but they, I think, again, out of an abundance of caution, game three of the season let's make sure you're yes. okay before we have you get back on the court. Yeah.
2: And I don't want fans to freak out. You know, Zion's injured again already. That was a freak thing yeah. that could have happened to anyone. And, uh, and again, Zion, I could see him wanting to come into the game and I, I can see why the team would exercise an abundance of caution while his adrenaline's flowing, while he's in the moment, you don't want him to exacerbate an injury by going in there, making it worse. And then, you know, later on down the road, it, well, it turns out he made it worse by playing mm-hmm. in, in in those moments. So you know fingers crossed for both these guys we're going to find out about uh you know what their status is later on but look again a tough loss but a hard fought loss and you yeah. really saw a lot of heart from that team what did you see after the game how was the team feeling after that yeah
5: so you mentioned the the bench support kind of at the front end of that last question of Brandon and Zion Yeah. but yeah the bench the the second year guys you know Trey Murphy Naj or um Herb Jones you know they really stepped up Jose Alvarado had some key plays their intensity what they brought to the game at the end of the game I think everybody else respected yep. you know they came in and they definitely sparked that comeback down the fourth quarter stretch into overtime and then obviously CJ McCollum just at, took over yeah. the game that I mean, that that
2: fall away that running shot unreal. he took towards the end was insane
5: he played 41 minutes i, I mean didn't that is an it was incredible that many. Wow. incredible game by him to not only play that much but to have that performance towards the end like have that much in your tank to even turn turn it up another notch um
2: he was intense he i was. saw him saying i'm a bad mfer I'm a bad (laughs) mf. after he made that shot. I could read his lips, and it was nice to see him that fired up.
5: Yeah. The overall feeling after the game, though, was they can't get outfought, and that's what happened early in this game. They felt like the Jazz wanted it more, brought it more, were fighting harder, hustling, they're grittier, whatever it was. That sense of urgency didn't happen until – fourth quarter end of the game for the Pels and that's what they want to carry out through the entire 48 minutes um start that way so that was kind of the overall takeaway they know the western conference is stacked they know that it's going to take a hundred percent effort from Mm -hmm. beginning to end and I think that that's a it's a good takeaway so I'm all for it we didn't win three games until Game
2: seventeen
5: last yes. year. yeah.
2: Keep that in mind. We're
5: That's... not. That is not going to happen this season, right? You know, starting out three and zero would have been awesome, but. It's early and there are a lot of good things to take away from this point.
2: Yeah. I mean, I, the one thing I would take away is not only this game, but the last game against the Hornets, mm-hmm. they were a chippy team. They were playing excellent basketball and yeah. we were not right. You know, the Pelicans had a rough game that game. A lot of their shooters just didn't have it other than, thank God for Jonas yeah, Valanciunas. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jonas went off and, and really saved us that game. But I mean, the Pelicans were having a down game and the Hornets were playing out of their minds mm-hmm. and to be able to weather that storm and to, to, to fight it out. And and the Jazz, again, they've got a bunch of scrappy, scrappy shooters who, again, were playing out of their minds. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for the, the Pelicans to even bring it down to the wire with without BI, without Zion, uh, I think it really speaks to the constitution of this team. And I think, if anything, there is hope for the future. You see that this team will not just fold and give up when the games get tough. It's going to be an exciting season.
5: Yeah, I mean, resiliency, it's been a key word that Willie Green's used. That's what he wants this team to be, resilient. He wants them to fight, play with force, and be you know, tough on the defensive end because he said that's something that you can always bring um, consistently regardless of who's in the game, regardless of whether you're, it's your night offensively if your shot's fallen or not. So those are some key things that I think they'll continue to work on and – Hopefully injuries wise, you know, nothing serious with B.I. and Zion and we'll just
2: keep it moving. So, look, I I understand it could be a little deflating Pelicans fans, but keep heart. This is going to be an exciting team and it is a long season ahead of us. And I I still think you can expect playoffs uh, in our future. Let's again, fingers crossed for the health of Zion and B.I. We will find out soon. But joining Aaron and I is Mr. David Wesley of Bally Sports, who was busy last night as well. So let's get David in here and uh, and chat with him. He's, he's always a lot of fun.
1: This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke
2: so we're really happy and proud that My Cultura saw something in us, saw the value in the community that we've built because of y'all and decided to bring us on. And so we're super excited about that. But I think also, like, I'm very firmly rooted in keeping this as an audio archive and that Locatora is going to continue to highlight community voices and Mm -hmm. folks that don't always
1: get the airtime or media attention that they should. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let me guess.
3: Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Did you know that you can
1: now become a shareholder in innovative startups via an investment method under Regulation A of the Securities Act? Less than 15 years ago, a mechanism like this wasn't available, making it difficult for common people to get in early on game-changing ideas in companies like Apple or Tesla. Today, Regulation A gives you the chance to contribute to small companies you believe in and make a difference in the world. One company using this method of fundraising, Aptera Motors, is accepting investments to produce one of the world's first charge solar electric vehicles. With its integrated solar package and unique aerodynamic shape, Aptera requires no charging for most daily use. That's in addition to its 1,000-mile range battery pack. Head to invest.aptera.us. That's invest.apterra.us to get in on the investment opportunity that's creating a future free from the gas pump and the charging station. With as little as $1,000, you can join over 15,000 investors to help Aptera transform the future of transportation. Joining us on the
2: Pelicans podcast, you know him from Bally Sports, you love him, Mr. David Wesley. Uh, joining the program, David. How are you doing, man?
4: I'm doing great. It's a it's a it's a great next day after the Pelicans' lost, but they'll get back on it come tomorrow.
2: I was about to say, you know, it was a it was a hard fought loss. Aaron and I were discussing it earlier about you know why we still feel good after a loss. Basically, uh, you know, seeing Larry Nance have a big game, seeing that Devontae Graham block against a dude a foot taller than him, mm-hmm. uh, seeing the effort uh, and the cohesion of this team really gave us reasons to feel good going forward. I mean, what are your reasons for optimism going forward after this loss to the Jazz?
4: Well, when you, when you when you add a player like Zion and, you know, people are talking like, "Oh, this is going to be a great season." And I believe it's going to be a great season, but you still want to see that never give up, that no quit attitude. We saw it tons and tons of games last year, uh, and it's still there. The bench has been playing great through three games. The bench was the reason why uh this Comeback was able to happen after 17 down, and the trust from Willie Green in this bench not to go back to Zion, not to go back to JV, um, says a lot about the confidence he has in these guys and the confidence they've they have in themselves. So uh, I'm still very optimistic. It was a it was a game they had to figure some things out, which is good. You want those kinds of games. Uh, the first two games they never lo- they never they, they never, never trailed, trailed yeah. right? So I mean they're they're kind of filling themselves. All right, let's calm down. The work has to be done, and and so, therefore, not
2: all losses are bad losses. I I thought this wasn't a bad loss. And and we talked about how the Hornets were chippy. You know, they were playing Mm -hmm. excellent basketball, and we really weren't. A part of me was like, we had no business winning that game. (laughs) And we did, (laughs) uh, luckily. But, I mean, the the Jazz, how good is the Jazz? I mean, I think people are overlooking them, but they look like a really good team, Uh, weirdly uh, enough.
4: Well, yeah, really weirdly, uh, uh, because I talked to uh, Hornacek last night, and he said that, you know, when he got the job, there was still Rudy and still Donovan. Mm-hmm. And by the time he t- got there, there was no Donovan, no Rudy. And it looked like more of a rebuild. But these guys have come out, and it, it, the thing about it is, whether it's a rebuild or, 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 a, or a tank season, players don't play for that. Players go out there to win games, and they found something that works. They've spread the floor, shoot a lot of threes, and uh, it's working for them. And I, you know, How long will that team be together? No one knows, but I guess as long as they're winning – Things could be good for Utah.
2: Yeah, I mean that's the thing. Tank season is something that I think people on Twitter say, or like maybe right. media members say. But the, the players aren't buying into tanking. They have a reputation to, ma- to maintain. They they want to be valuable themselves to the team that they mm. may go. The to. The Lakers,
5: right. on the other hand, no, I'm just yeah. like <laughs> look. I've Shots to, fired. I, I'm
2: about to say there is something uh, beautiful about a team that's supposed to be tanking being good, and there's something extra beautiful about a team that's supposed to be good just sucking. Oh. And that's why the Lakers are just fun to watch they're, for me. They're right terrible. Now. They're <laughs> Terrible, yeah. terrible,
4: terrible, terrible. Hard to watch sometimes. <laughs> yeah. And especially the way Russ is out of position, probably completely on the wrong team, and a Hall of Fame guy looking that off on the floor. Yeah. That's, that's sad.
2: Yeah. I mean, you feel for Russ a little bit, but it sort of speaks to what we're glad to have here on the mm-hmm. Pelicans, which is cohesion. Guys mm-hmm. who, like, want to be there for yeah. each other. Uh, seeing, again, like Aaron mentioned last night, she was on the sidelines. Seeing the bench rally when when we were down you know 17 at one point and chipping away that's something that a lot of teams that may have better a better big three or something on paper don't have you know the pelicans are deep
5: for Mm -hmm. the first
2: time in a long time
5: yeah and david you mentioned the bench they had 43 points last night i think that the fight that we saw the ability to kind of turn it up a notch Mm -hmm. was impressive and cj he played 41 minutes in that ball game and what he had in the end of it, that was special.
4: It, down the stretch, he went back to, you know, when a guy's at, at that level of talent, you know, they, they just call their number. Just yeah. give them the ball. They just need that opportunity. And uh, he has a delicate balance. He's hailing the ball. He's got to get guys involved and distribute. But when those guys are off the floor and it's down the stretch and he's that guy, he hasn't forgot how to be that guy. And he looked like he was back in Portland just, walking people down and taking them in the middle, getting to his spots, it's its pretty to watch. And I thought they were going to come out with that win.
5: Yeah, I did too. Larry said after the game, CJ's hot is hotter than most people. Yes, and great. And you saw it, you know, 28 points, 12 assists. So he understands his role in this team so well, I think. He understands when he needs to distribute the ball. He's looking for the best option. And he knows when it's his time to, to take over. And without B.I., without Zion on the floor,
2: yeah, those are not 28 easy points. Some you of those have, shots you yeah. made
4: looked impossible last night. Well, the one that put them up, the the runner going yeah. left, shooting it back across, that wasn't easy at all. No.
2: Yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was a great degree of difficulty <laughs> from C.J. McCollum. It definitely looked like he was feeling himself. You talked about some of the rotations, you know, that, that uh, they were sort of figuring out last mm-hmm. night. Obviously, defense is going to be a big part of what the team needs to find going forward. We're going to score. Uh, we've got, you know, scores. You know, Jonas Valanciunas had a big night. Uh, in the Hornets game, not so much as night last night. And you saw other people sort of take that, that place, but defensively, I mean, how, what do you, what did you think about some of the rotation, especially towards the end there?
4: Well, I, I think there have been games and there were games last year. Um, there are games that you watch this team and you're surprised that statistically they're bottom half of the league last year. Same thing this year. They look like they're flying around and they're doing a really good job. But for some reason they go into that, that, there's some points in the game where they just don't have that crispness. They're not rotating. They're not flying around. They don't have that energy. Uh, and that's going to be the the thing for this young team is to sustain that energy, especially on defense, in order to get the stops they need. Now, I thought they did a great job when they were down 17 to get a, a number of stops to come back. Uh, but you obviously don't want to be down that way. Um, and and they didn't start the game with that fire. They weren't flying yeah. around, mm-hmm. weren't getting to the 50-50 balls, giving up offensive rebounds. and Um, that's why they end up being down that much.
2: The fouls are, you don't want to complain about refs. You know, look, I'm not going to get fined by the NBA, so I'm fine. But, uh, I mean, it's hard to figure out How the fouls are distributed against with Zion, you know, he he just gets mauled every time he goes to the paint. All of his shots are in the paint. It's not like he's shooting three pointers. Mm -hmm. This Uh, is the
5: thing that irritates me the most. Is people are like, well, you haven't earned that call. It's like, shouldn't they all be the flipping same for everybody? Right.
2: That's the whole point. Agree. But they're not. You play. Yes.
5: And you've seen it.
4: Yes.
2: It's and,
5: unreal. And I know we're going to deal with it on Tuesday when Luca comes in here and he's going to be whining about every call, oh,
4: non-call, yes. whatever. He's already whining. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, got he's already yet. Yeah.
5: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's frustrating. And Zion talked about it after the game in Charlotte. You know, he said that the frustration lies with himself because regardless, he has to make that play. Mm-hmm. Like, he has to take it to the rack harder and not rely on the fact that he's going to get a call. But... Geez, they should be getting some calls. They
4: they should be. And and Zion has the right attitude. Yeah. Because we've now seen him 86, 87, 88 games now, and he hasn't got those calls. For a guy to shoot 100% of his shots in the paint, Mm -hmm. 100% of his field goal attempts have been in the paint, and he's not shooting 12, 15 free throws a night. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, I
2: mean, it's been frustrating for me sometimes. Like, when Zion wasn't making some of those layups, they were highly contested layups because I think he was expecting foul calls he wasn't getting. And then a part of me feels like a a big part of why he went to the rack so hard and potentially got injured there was because he was trying to drive it home because he's not getting those fouls.
4: Yeah, uh, and and he's he's just got to keep playing. Uh, If him, B.I., I I don't think B.I. gets a fair whistle. No, yeah. So those guys get a playthrough contact, and it's not fair, but it is what it is. You know, we think back to Shaq. I mean, you could literally jump on his back, and they might (laughs) give it a play on, you know? So in the same way with Zion. He's just a big man. They don't know how to officiate him.
2: He
5: did look more aggressive last night, though. I think it was his best game so far. Uh, 25 points, and he didn't even play the entire game.
2: And he had a rough kind of beginning, too. Yes. It took yeah. him a while to warm up, and yeah. he still got 25 yeah. points. And, you know, that just sort of shows the force that Zion is. It seems like even when he has a bad game, because he's had a couple where it seems like he's a little rusty, yeah. still getting about 25 points.
4: Yeah. I, I didn't see – I, you know, I it, it surprised me. I looked up and he was 10 for 14. I said, yeah. wait, wasn't he struggling just a second ago? He's already 10 for 14, which is excellent. Um, And – that dunk attempt, if he goes and quick dunks it, Oof. he doesn't get injured.
2: Yeah, its he had but that he hand for wound for the, back. Yeah, yep. he
4: went for the, the, the gusto, and what a play. I think that was Clarkson who mm-hmm. got a hand on the ball.
2: Ugh. And it was all ball. Yes, I didn't, it, was. I didn't yeah. want it <laughs> There was
4: no foul whatsoever. Yeah.
2: Uh, you were there last night, David. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that felt like a playoff atmosphere. I've it never seen so much was. wind in the sails of the Pelicans fans.
4: I don't think I've seen that. I, You know, we've had s- sellouts. Right. That was the real deal. I yeah. mean, it was packed in there, and it was packed early. We know, you know, if you live here in New Orleans, they like to pregame way better than comes <laughs> to the actual event. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Uh, to, last night, they they got their pregame, and they were in the building, you know, at least 35, 40 minutes before the game started, and and it was electric, you know, especially when you saw that comeback. And, you know, that group out there on the floor last night to finish the game, That's the that's the energy group. And you could see the crowd get behind them, and they gave them a great game. And man, I thought they were gonna win that.
5: It was so good for a Sunday night, like a Sunday crowd, How about
4: that? A Sunday,
2: crowd. Sunday
5: night to stay until the very end mm-hmm. of overtime. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a long night for a yeah. lot of people.
2: Yeah, and let's be honest, a lot of people come out to see stars. A lot of people come out to see Brandon Ingram and Zion. They weren't in that game. And I didn't see a lot of people trickling out before the fourth quarter. They were there to see Larry Nance playing. And And Jose. I mean, they love Jose. Yeah.
4: yeah, I mean, (laughs) it it was
2: nice to see them stick around for not your stars.
4: Yeah. You know, and that's a fun group to watch. Uh, You know, when they come out, you know, when you get Jose pushing the ball, playing with that style, uh, you had Najee out there doing doing his thing, defending and, Mm -hmm. and getting in people's face, Nance rebounding. Uh, and what a what a, let's go to Willie and how he changed the lineup to go to that. He took JV out, put Nance in because they were killing the pick and roll. So Nance is up on the pick and roll, even switching some of those pick and rolls and he has a foot speed to to stay in front. Uh, and then he goes with Trey Murphy. Trey Murphy spreading the floor shooter. Uh, I, and I thought that was a great group to go with down the stretch because they they really matched up better than the group that was out there before.
2: And it was nice to see Larry Nance actually a little more aggressive. He's been dishing sometimes, when it seems like he should take the shot. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. He saw Larry Nance. donks that he had to put Yeah, he posterized it. It's nice to see that. A little bit of elevation, I think I saw, you know? (laughs) Well,
5: he mentioned that he said over the summer, when he was coming back from his knee injury and stuff, that he was like, let me just see. And he, like, got up and surprised himself, and he was like, I've never been able to jump like that. Uh. So maybe we're going to see a different side of Larry Nance this year.
2: Zion's rubbing off on Larry Nance maybe a little (laughs) bit. uh we talked about Luca obviously we're dreading him uh, whining to the officials and pleading his case with BI and Zion potentially without BI and Zion how do you feel like we match up against the Mavs as they're they're creeping up uh, this game's coming up
4: i didn't think the Mavs were going to do anything this year and then i watched them beat the kill
5: the Gris. dog
4: out of the grizzlies <laughs> i mean they not from from jump and i think through the first 29 Luca assisted and scored on 27 points in the first quarter. He
5: had 21 points in the first quarter. Right. 21 of 32. So he, he definitely tapered off, but Man. his impact on the game is just incredible.
4: He, he's he's an elite player and has ultra confidence in in his ability. I mean, you think you're guarding him, and he raises up right here in your face and knocks down a, a deep three. So uh, he's tough, but don't forget about Christian Wood. Mm-hmm and denwitty uh christian wood he was a starter in houston he was here for a cup of coffee
2: he had a a little minute here but
4: but in houston he was their go-to he was their guy and now i think he's averaging like a point a minute i think he had 26 and 25 minutes and then 25 and 25 minutes off the bench so that's he's playing against you know bench guys and he's a starter caliber player that's gonna be a difficult guy to deal with. Dinwiddie's uh, another guy that th- you have to do- deal with, but somehow this team is finding a way. Uh what are they two and one?
5: Mm-hmm. No, yeah. no, one and one. One and one? Yeah, they lost to the Suns, you know, to open up and then they killed the Grizzlies 137, yeah. 96. I mean, it was, it was... wasn't close. <laughs> no. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
4: and it never got close.
2: You gotta hope that that BI and Zion will be back, but I mean, do you think we have the defenders to deal with uh with a Mavericks team that's at full strength?
4: i i think we do um and again it just depends on what energy pelicans come out with um is going to be a tough matchup but the one thing the pelicans didn't do well last year that i hope or that has to get better is guarding the three-point shot and mm-hmm. that's what the mavs are going to do they're going to spread you out they're going to penetrate kick and they got shooters on the wing so the ability to guard the ball will help that a lot if you have to help and rotate the Mavericks are going to have a lot of three-point attempts and probably make enough to beat you.
5: When you look at Luca, how would, would you play him? Do you play that team so it's anybody but Luca, You know, so it's not him scoring, and you try – or do you let him score and try to deny his ability to assist?
4: I, I've seen it played both ways. Right. We played Akeem Olajuwon straight up. He had 50. We won the game.
2: <laughs> yeah.
4: So that is an idea. Um but also I've seen situations where you show him different looks. You can't give him a steady diet because he will he will dissect and beat you that way. Show him different ways. Maybe you trap him sometimes. Maybe you don't. You, you weak him sometimes. Um, but you have to keep a body and a big body on him mm-hmm. in order to make it tough for him to, to score. And then be physical with him. Make him complain. Make him get mad. Make him Make him angry. And that's how I would go at him. I'd be yeah. physical and, and try to make make him have to think more than just come down and that big smile on his face, you know, having a great time. I want him to have a miserable night.
5: He <laughs> just looks so unathletic.
4: He
2: is. He can't he jump on it's a curve. Like, how does he do this? <laughs> <laughs> looks like Peyton Manning playing basketball yeah. or something, just, you know, but somehow he gets it done. That That's a, one thing I worry about foul-wise, with, especially with Luka and the way he complains. That touch foul against Herb at the end of the game mm-hmm. killed us. And and Herb is maybe our best defender. I, I can imagine. I've got to imagine that he's going to be switching out on Luca and, and guarding him. Is he going to get those foul calls? And is Herb going to get in foul trouble late in the game when we really cannot afford to lose him?
4: Well, if we're if we're dealing with he hasn't earned, and you know he's a rookie or a second year guy, Herb seems to still be getting those silly yeah fouls that. Uh, he's I feel like he's established himself as a defender and they're not letting him get away with some of the things that I mean look at Patrick Beverly mm-hmm. he yeah. can rake, he can rake the skin off your arm and it's a play on Herb brush up against you and it's a foul so uh, I think Herb's gonna do a solid job it's gonna be a tough matchup and uh, he's gonna have to bring he's gonna have to bring everything and be on it everybody's gonna have to be together I mean you don't stop Luca with one guy you stop Luca with a team effort so uh, whatever that game plan is they got to be in locked in and
5: just communication has yeah. to be on point mm-hmm. I saw it a lot at times late in the game last night you know Garrett Temple standing on the bench motion with his hands the to, to talk uh it's just they yeah they have to be on the same page
2: For yeah. sure. yeah I mean it's it's going to be a tough challenge and again we talked about the atmosphere last night we need that atmosphere to be the same against the Mavericks you don't want the fans to drop off feel deflated we're going to need you yelling, making that atmosphere as hard for them as possible. So show out, show up, and be loud against the Mavericks. David, thanks for joining Let's us, go. man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> Big thanks to David Wesley for joining the podcast. He's always a lot of fun. Check him out on Valley Sports. You can see him all season long. And big thanks to Aaron Summers, our team reporter, for hopping on the podcast with me as well in Jim's absence. Uh, Jim will be back on Wednesday, so we're going to be back together. And thank you for listening to the Pelicans podcast. Tell your friends, tell your pals. Go to pelicans.com to check it out. The podcast, as always, is sponsored by SeatGeek. And if you want to hit me up on Twitter, I am at jcar504. I'm Joe Cardosi for Aaron Summers. Until next time, go Pels.
0: Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on Pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app,
2: or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek.
1: Life is uncertain. It's okay to feel stressed, anxious, worried, or frustrated. CalHOPE can help. Access CalHOPE's free and secure mental health resources. Call 833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org.
0: At the intersection of sports, community, and media, you'll find the future. And the Play It Forward Foundation is paving the way to that future through building educating, and exposing youth to opportunities. The Play It Forward Foundation, or PIF, elevates and equips elite young athletes through NIL branding to support their development and secure their future. Learn more at piffoundation.org. That's piffoundation.org. Play It Forward Foundation, creating opportunities. Make mealtime a blast at Johnny Rockets. It's your spot for burgers, shakes, fries, and fun for the whole family, even your little Rocketeers. And it's super easy to order, too. Dance your way on over to one of our locations or go online at johnnyrockets.com to order all American classics like fresh, never-frozen certified Angus beef burgers, crispy fries, and premium hand-spun classic shakes. Pick up from your favorite location or, better yet, have it delivered straight to your home in just a few clicks. Join us for fun times at Johnny Rockets.